Thank you for choosing to listen to today's message by Reverend Dr. David Entry. We know you will be blessed as you seek and serve God. We believe that this message will stir up a desire for more of God, even as you listen. Be blessed. I want to actually talk about what makes you a better Christian. Second Peter chapter 3 verse 18. If you don't mind, can we all read it from the screen? Is that okay? Let's go. What are we supposed to do? Grow. Grow? It's not just normal growth. This one is grace growth. And not just grace growth, and the knowledge. You are knowing Christ more. That is, is it. What shows you are a better Christian, you are doing well in your Christian, is how much more you are knowing Christ. It's not how much more you are not sinning. It's not what you have stopped doing, bad things you have stopped doing that makes you a better Christian. It is, you are growing in Christ, in knowledge. You are knowing him better. How can you know Christ better, whom you cannot see? Christian growth is not any growth, but growth in God's word. I'm not talking about theological exercise. I'm talking about you are growing in your Christ-centered discoveries in the scriptures. There's no way you can grow as a Christian if you are not knowing the word of God more. You are not growing. Why is it? Because you don't know God's word. Matthew chapter 2, verse 29. Jesus said that you do err not knowing the scriptures. So, oh, it is not your willpower that determines how well you are growing in the Lord. Some people, there are things you are doing which may, you may think is what makes you a better Christian, which is just your personal strength, your, your personality. It has to do with your it's It's seated. It's seated and founded on your personality and personal strength. So most of the things that sometimes we can say, I do, I don't do, it's hinged on your personal strength, your personality. Some of you are so gentle, you will never hurt a fly. It doesn't make you a better Christian. Spiritual growth is not predicated on reformation of character. Spiritual growth is not predicated on reformation of character. But you cannot grow and still behave in a certain way. So what is a clear sign of spiritual growth? What makes it clear somebody is growing in the Lord? We read the scripture in 2 Peter chapter 18, sorry, chapter 3 verse 18 that says that grow in godliness. And then when you read Ephesians chapter 4 verse 15, Ephesians 4.15. Thank you, Jesus. Is somebody learning something at all? Yes. Wow, I like the scripture. But speaking the truth in love, may grow up in all things. Do you see the growth there? Are you growing, sir? 
Are you growing? Are you growing? Well, all you care about is personal things. That, uh, you don't care about the Bible. You call yourself a Christian. You've been a Christian. You claim you are born again for about three months now, four months now, six months now. There has never been any upgrade of your encounters in the Bible. We walk by faith and not by sight. How can you walk by faith if you are not reading your Bible? You know, faith comes by hearing and hearing yeah. the word of God. Yeah. Romans chapter 10, verse 17. Yeah. How can you walk by faith without a word of God? How? Tell me. Tell me. How? How? How can you take shower without water? How? I mean, someone tell me. Tell me. How? How can you take shower without water? How? And so you can't assume that coming to church makes you, you are growing. Unfortunately, some of, some, some of us are not growing at all. They are not growing at all. That's why you are, you are, there is not much word of God inside you. That's why you are struggling with sin. In Psalm 119 verse 11, it said, Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. If you are struggling with sin, it's an indication there's not enough word of God in your heart. It's not an indication that you are weak, weak-willed. It's not that your will is weak. It's not that even possibly, it's not that you are indisciplined. It's that there's no word in you. That that word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. He said, how shall a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed to your word. Verse 8. Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his ways? By taking heed thereunto according to thy word. So in Christianity, we grow. We grow. It's not you have comments, that's it. No, you grow. Mm. You grow. You have to grow in, Bible says, grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Colossians chapter 2 verse 19 talks about we grow. We grow. Are you growing? Are you growing? Are you growing? And not holding fast, uh, uh, sorry, and not, uh, yeah, and not holding fast to the head from whom all the body nourished and knit together by joints and ligament grows with the increase that is from God. <laughs> I like that one. We are growing, say, we are growing with the increase that is from God. Amen. So every Christian is supposed to grow. Tell somebody, you need to grow. <laughs> Tell somebody, grow up, grow up, grow up, grow up, grow up, grow up. <laughs> you need to grow. Growing what? Not behavior. In the word of God. That's, 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 a lot of people don't realize that Christian growth has everything to do with the word of God. Some people, when now they have practiced this tongue thing, that they are not growing. They can speak in big tongues, but they are not growing. They are not growing. You are a big tongue, you are a big tongue talker, but you don't read your Bible. You don't read your Bible. The Bible, most of you think you are reading the Bible. No, but the Bible is not reading you. It does something to your soul and to your spirit for the Christian. So, have you realized how you are a concern? You Christian who have not been reading your Bible. You are a concern. Satan is very happy with you. 
because you are not growing. You are not growing. And all the good behavior is just hinged on your personal abilities. First Peter chapter 2, verse 1 and 2. Thank you, Jesus. You cannot grow in Christ if you are not growing in the word of God. Did I say First Peter chapter 2? Verse 1. I would like to read it from my Bible. First Peter chapter 2, verse 1. Wherefore, laying aside all malice all, and all guile and hypocrisies and envy and all evil speakings. You have to lay aside some stuff. Girl, I'm talking to Christians. Lay aside some stuff. Lay aside. Lay aside. Lay aside. Laying aside all malice. Give me a message. Let's see how message proceeds. Thank you, Jesus. Make a clean sweep of malice and pretense, envy and hateful talk. Laying aside all malice and superfluity. NLT. Let's go to NLT. Get rid of all evil behavior. Be done with all deceit, hypocrisy. Ask somebody this hypocrisy thing. Do you think you, it's, it's you they are talking about? Well, see, some of you cannot say it. Ask somebody. This hypocrisy thing because it keeps coming, coming, coming. Are, are you not sure it's you? It's, it's you? Do I have some uh, concentration of some hypocrisy here? Uh, no, I don't think so. But the way this scripture keeps coming back, maybe there's somebody who, I'm not saying you are the one, you are not. You don't look, you look like an angel. In what way can you be a hypocrite? But I said, lay aside hypocrisy. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. When you come to church, you are lifting hands and praying. Let it be genuine. Look at the next verse. Is somebody learning something? Oh, as, let's all read here from the screen. Let's go. If you can see the screen, read it out very loud. Let's go. You have to grow. God expects you to grow. God expects you to grow. You have to grow. Brother, you, you have been in church too long and you are not growing. You have to grow. Sister, you have been in church too long. You are not growing. Spiritual growth has not got to do with longevity in church. And it's not automatic. Natural growth is longevity. Natural growth is automatic. Spiritual growth is not based on longevity and it's not automatic. Spiritual growth, you have to engage yourself. Grow. A pastor's job is to help you to grow. Not to pray for you. Even though praying for you, standing with you, supporting you, counseling you, encouraging you, all those things come together in the package. But fundamentally, is to feed you with the word of God so that you can be growing. You have to grow. He said, desire. Somebody say desire. Desire. Oh, come on. I know I didn't say it loud, but you can say it louder. Say desire. Desire. Desire the sincere milk of the word of God. Desire. You have to be hungry for it. So you see, see, the word has got milk. 
How can a child grow without taking milk? The way a child's growth, a child, when a child arrives, the first thing is looking for is milk. For the few, first few weeks, all they want is milk and sleep. Some of the children, the way they can cry when you don't give them food, when they are hungry. Some of you ask, how is the baby? You say, oh, pastor, this is a very good baby. But when he's hungry, he will cry. Yeah! Some of them can scream like they are preachers. <laughs> How come you don't have a desire for milk of God's word? How come? He says, newborn babies, desire the sincere milk of the word of God. He's talking about the word of God yeah. that you may grow thereby. That's right. Paul in First Corinthians chapter 3. Yeah. 3 verse 1. Let's start from verse 1. And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as spiritual, but unto carnal, even as unto babes in Christ. Why? I couldn't speak unto you. Go to the next verse. I fed you. So his speaking was feeding. How, how was he feeding them? By speaking to them. So he said, I couldn't feed you with milk. Oh, sorry. I fed you with milk, not with meat. For hitherto you are not able to bear it. Neither now are you able, since you are not growing. So you stay at milk level. Milk. So the word of God is likened to milk for babies. Some of us have remained a baby for too long. Spiritual baby, you are still on uh, pampas. You are wearing pampas. You are in church, but you are wearing pampas, and there's a big feeding bottle on your mouth. I like the music. Ah, the music is all nice. Ah, yes, that's all. It's all about what you like. It's all about you. He said the milk in Hebrews chapter 5, verse 13, it talks about children and milk, babes and milk. He says that for when for when for the time ye ought to be teachers, ye have need that some did uh, need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God, and become such as have need of milk, not strong meat. Milk. So the word of God has a milk level. So when you start, you have to desire the milk. I like what Isaiah chapter 55, verse 1. Ho, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. And you who have no money, come, buy and eat. Can you, you don't have money, but I said, come and buy. Yes, come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. This is talking about the word of God. Come, come and buy it. Isaiah 58, verse 9. 28, did I say 28? Yeah. Please forgive me. I've got a lot more scriptures to go to. And plenty. Okay, after this, I'm going to start rolling scriptures. About, I'll give you about 10 scriptures. I won't comment. So you can write them down. <laughs> whom will he teach knowledge? And whom will he make to understand the message? Those just weaned from it. Charlie? You have stayed on milk too long. Get weaned from milk. And people who are weaned from milk, I'm telling you, believe you me, it's easier to pastor. How many of you know that it's easier to deal with secondary school students than nursery? Nursery, they will cry anytime. And with, with nursery, you need a lot of skill and a lot of care. 
So can you imagine a church filled with infants, spiritual infants? It's a lot of work. Listen to this. I'm about to zoom into something. Listen to this. So he said, First Peter chapter, back to First Peter chapter 2, verse 2. As newborn babes, desire, say desire. Desire. First of all, you have to have a craving. How many of you know children really like milk? Do you like God's work like that? You must be so desperate for God's word. You can't, when you're coming to church, you can't wait to hear the word. When we close from church, you can't wait to go and listen to Log on YouTube, podcast. Just fill your house with messages. You are cooking in the kitchen, you are listening. Message, message, message. So your life doesn't become an emergency. And then when yeah. emergency, you are coming for pastor to do charms. You are wordless. That's why Satan finds it so easy to hang around you. Like two days ago, I quoted this scripture in Proverbs. It's not part of my scriptures today. Proverbs where it says that, give attention to my word. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20, 21, 22. Give, my son, give attention to my word. Incline your ears to my sayings. Let them not depart from your eyes. Verse, let them not depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. Why? Why? 22. For they are life. The word of God is life to who? To those who find them. And what? And health to all their flesh. You are too weak physically. You are too weak every time. You are too sickly. Begin to download God's word and believe God. He says the word is health to my flesh. Now the, the rabbi is hitting the road. Reality, practice, practice the word. Getting into the word and taking what the word is saying, eating it like Jeremiah chapter, chapter 15, verse 16. He said, your words were found. I did eat your word, and they were rejoicing of my heart. I found it. The words, he said, thy words, Jeremiah 15, 16. Thy words were found, and I did eat them, and they were, they were unto me. The joy. I like, it. I like it, the joy and the rejoicing. The joy, he said, they were unto me. The joy and the rejoicing of my heart. For I am called by your name, O Lord. I love your word. Ooh, your word is sweet to me. In Job chapter 23, verse 12, he says that I have esteemed your word more than my necessary food. Breakfast. That I have I gone back from your commandment, the commandments of your I have esteemed the word of his mouth more than my necessary food. The way you like food, if you can like God's word like that. And <laughs> here you see people say, as for me, my food, I don't joke in my food. I love my food. I love my food. Five course every day, every meal. I love my food. Is there anything wrong? No, there's nothing wrong. But how I wish you would love God's word like that. Matthew chapter 4, verse 4. Man must not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. Let the word of God be your desire. I'm about to quote a few scriptures from Psalm. Psalm 1, verse 1, 2, and 3. Blessed is the man that does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand in the way of sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scornful. But, verse 2, by his delight, Jesus. Say delight. delight. Say delight. delight. He said, there's a drink called sunny delight. This one is word delight. He said, by his delight, you, 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 delight in the word of God. Delight in the word of God. He said, he said, he de, uh, by his delight, is in verse 2 of Psalm 1, his delight is in the word of the Lord. And in his word, he meditates day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, who's, who, um, who brings forth his fruits in his season. You don't need to deliverance. 
you flourish because the word of God is so much in you. Yeah. Everybody has demons issues. But most people who are always running after deliverance, they don't read their Bible. They don't familiarize after, and they don't take the responsibility of growing their Christian life. They, they abdicate it to a pastor to do it for them. Anyway, Psalm, Psalm 1, 9, Psalm 19, verse 7 to 11. Let's all read here from the screen, then I'll, I'll end. Let's go. Go ahead. The of the Lord are right. Rejoicing the heart. The commandments of the Lord is pure. And now, all statutes, statutes, commandments, the testimony, it all means the word of God. This boy can do for you. Go ahead. Verse 9. The fear of the Lord is clean. Enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than he said you should desire God's word more than jewelry. He said, sir, he said, more to be desired are they, that's the word of God, more than gold, more than fine gold. Desire the word of God. I'm talking to Christians. If you're not a Christian, you can't understand what I'm talking about. It's Christian. This is Christians. Christians. You say you're a Christian. I challenge you. Let the word of God dwell in you richly. Colossians chapter 3 verse 16. Let the word of God dwell in you richly. He says that more to be desired, please, let's go. More to be there are they than gold. Yea, than much fine gold. Sweeter also than the honey and the honeycomb. Look at verse 11. Moreover, by them is thy servant warned. And in keeping of them, there is great reward. I'm talking about the word of God. Psalm 119, verse 16, verse 24, verse 35. Verse 47, verse 48, verse 50, verse 72, verse 92, verse 97, verse 103, verse 111, verse 113, verse 1. <laughs> okay, write them before we read it. Psalm 119, verse 16, verse 24, verse 35, verse 47, verse 48. Verse 72, verse 92, verse 97, verse 103, verse 111, verse 113, verse 127, verse 159, verse 167, and then verse 174. How many? <laughs> okay. I have to load you with scriptures when you go home. You have a lot to fall on. Verse 16. Someone want to verse 16. Is it okay if we all read it out loud? Yes. Okay. Is that okay? Let's read. Let's go. You see, when you see statues, when you see testimony, when you see commandments, when you see precepts, it's all talking about the word of God. That I will delight myself where? In your statue. Delight. He said, desire the sincere milk of the word. You have to have a craving and genuine desire for it. Yeah. Else you cannot grow. You cannot. Growth starts from desire for God's word. Christian growth starts from, that's what I'm trying to say. You can't grow as a Christian if you don't develop a hunger for God's word. That's the fundamental point I'm trying to make. Verse 24. Let's read it aloud. Let's go. And my delight and my counselors. Verse 35. 
make me to go in the path of thy commandment. For therein do I delight. Verse 47. And I will delight myself in thy commandment, which I have loved. Verse 48. My hand also will lift thee unto thy commandment, which I have loved, and I have meditated on. Verse 72. Is this not serious? He said, the law of your mind is better to me than thousands of gold and silver. Are you a Christian? I challenge you with this scripture. Amen. That's why you are not growing. Because this scripture has not found an expression in your life. A lot of other things are better to you than the word of God. You spend so much time on social media, but you say, I don't have time for the word of God. It's, your, it's a delight problem. It's not intentional. It's a delight problem. Your heart's desire is in, on something else. Verse 92. Let's go. Wow. Verse 97. Let's go. Oh, I love that one. Oh, how I love your law. Let's say that again. For the last time. Verse 103. Verse 103. Let's go. Unto my taste. Yea, sweeter than to my mouth. Wow. Verse 111. Let's go. Have I here? For, for they are the rejoicing of my... Ah, did you see how sweet? Some of you, as I'm preaching, are you not enjoying the word of God? It's a sign that you are a genuine Christian. Unbelievers don't have what it takes to enjoy God's word. They don't have it. They can't enjoy God's word. They easily get bored very quickly. Verse 113. One, Let's go. Don't read the first. That's it. Don't leave it. <laughs> Let's go. I hate many thoughts, but I love... Oh, wow. Verse 127. Let's go. Therefore, I love above gold. Yea, above gold. Amazing. Isn't it not amazing? Verse 159. Let's go. Quick me, O Lord, according to I love your precepts. Verse 167. My soul has kept thy testimony. And I love them exceedingly. Did you see that? I love them exceedingly. Haven't you noticed something when I'm preaching? I quote the scripture, I get, I get animated. Because it does something to me. I just am so much in love. Finally, verse 174. Let's go. I am love for Amen. Did you receive some? We thank God for using his servant, Reverend Dr. David Entry, to share this awesome word. If this message has blessed you in any way, please spread the word by sharing it and send us an email to amen at caris.org. Remember to stay connected with us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter for regular updates on what God is doing here at Caris Ministries. Stay blessed.